Hi everyone, you're listening to The Exchange by Evolution. It's a melting pot of ideas and inspirations shared by some of the most successful leaders within the region. And I'm Jermaine, your Senior Consultant with Evolution Recruitment Solutions. I help connect businesses with top tech talent and today I'm your host. So just a disclaimer before we get into this discussion or with my speakers of the day, all thoughts and views spoken by any of the speakers or myself is solely representing each individual here in the room and not that of the companies that we're from. So, welcome to another installment of the Evolution Exchange Podcast. On today's podcast, we'll actually be discussing the topic of basically building a culture of excellence and specifically within leadership and retention in companies. So joining me today, I'm very excited to have um, our leaders within their own domains. First, we have um, Suteja, who is basically leading the customer success engineering team at Databricks. And joining us as well, we have Boyle Suyono, who is the chief product officer at Structo. So today, we're really excited because we're going to delve into another topic and share from our industry leaders about some of their insights and also their individual experiences, um, you know, whether they're an individual contributor or as a leader in their own domain. So whether you're a seasoned expert or you know just a random listener clicking in or starting to explore this topic, I hope uh, you'll be in for a treat. And so sit back, relax, and let's just get started. So today, um, it'll be really good if we can have some of the pan, basically two of the panelists give a brief introduction about um, you know yourself, the company you came from, uh, you know what you're doing there. So maybe we can start with Stadia, because ladies first. Thank you. Um, all right. So I'm Stadia. I uh, I'm part of DataBrings right now. I'm leading their customer success engineering all for ASEAN, and also as part of my new role, I'm feeding communities for data. Essentially, uh, for those who don't know what Databricks is, well, we are uh, the coolest thing in California right now. <laughs> we, are, uh, we are a data and AI company and our cloud-based uh, platform helps multiple uh, companies, multiple customers process data, understand data and eventually analyze data. And uh, whether you're a Fortune 500 company or a startup or a government agency, mm-hmm. if you're on Metabricks, we help you with great innovation and wows on your operation costs. Wow. Yes. <laughs> it's a very good elevator pitch, I would say. <laughs> well, so thank you, Sateja, for that brief introduction. And, um, you know, next we can uh, Boyle give a short introduction about, you know, what you're doing. Hi, uh, my name is Boyle. Uh, I'm currently Chief Product Officer for Structook. Um Structo is a is a Singapore-based company. We actually uh, we are a small startup. Uh, we were founded in 2014. Basically, uh, the founders actually invented a really really cool technology in 3D printing that was really really fast and like really ahead of their market. Uh, and uh, we've been around for about eight years right now. Uh, we have about 50 people. Uh, we are currently serving global markets, specifically in dental industry. So we are 3D printing solution for dental industry. Um, I am responsible for anything that's got to do with product, uh, from defining the product, uh, delivering the product, making sure the product is success, yeah. successful in the field, and uh, supporting it well. So that's a, a bit of the introduction of what myself in this room. Interesting. We have that little bit of contrast here and there because um, Structo is a Singapore-founded startup and you guys are a little bit different so well very interesting to have you guys both um join me on 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 this podcast and i'm really excited to you know have us you know go deeper into the topic and basically you know with the topic that we have um today i think both of you guys are 
you have been, you know, um, started off as an individual contributor, moving on to wherever you're at now, leaders within your own space and domain. So I guess you've kind of, you know, grew through the ranks and seen, uh, you know, companies progress in different stages and also people you're working with. So about, you know, building a culture of excellence and, you know, about leadership and retention. I think it's a topic that a lot of people have been thinking about, um, you know, whether you're a leader in, in, in your own company or whether you're uh, and just an employee, it's probably something that people think about a lot of days, uh, a lot of times these days. You know, whether I want to stay in this company, is the culture good? It's a huge part about why people would join a company these days. So maybe you know, on my end, I'm very curious to find out about what you guys think about you know building a culture of excellence and how would you actually define what a culture of excellence means? Like, is there a yardstick for measurement? Maybe we can start with Boyle. Like, what do you think about that? Right. Uh, <clears throat> thank you. Um... I think when we talk about culture, culture is a very difficult thing, right? It's very difficult to define, uh, especially for uh, a young company like ours, right? We haven't been around for a long time, um, and it's constantly evolving, right? Uh, we go through like uh, a period where we thought that the culture is right, uh, and then went through another period where we thought the culture is not right. And it's, it's just in constant evolution of trying to get better and better, yeah. hopefully, right? Yeah. But I think if I have to put one uh, one word uh, to to try to answer your question, I think uh, right now the best way to put it will be a culture of accountability. Wow. Okay. So I think that word is is a, is a very simple word, yeah. uh, but it's it's a very difficult thing, right? Uh, like, uh, what does it mean to be accountable? Uh, I think that's something that right now in Strato, we're trying very hard to push towards that. And uh, my personal belief is that uh, when we reach that level of high level of accountability, I think culture of excellence will automatically happen. Right, right. right. And um, as with anything uh, that is difficult to do, uh, it's, it's uh, anything that's worth doing is difficult to do, but uh, if we, yeah, we have to do it, and uh, I think absolutely it has to come from the top, right? Uh, basically, the management team has to set the example. Yeah. Right. And I think when we talk about accountability, it's also a little bit tricky because uh, at, at one like on one hand, it's it's very important to uh, to make sure that uh, when when things happen, people are willing to take responsibility but at the same time we really want to avoid at all costs like the blame culture right uh, and so it's it's a very difficult balance right uh, okay uh, we, want to, uh, we want to be in a situation when uh, things don't happen or things uh, like are problematic yeah. uh, people are very willing to say okay guys this, this is my problem yeah. uh, I own it yeah. let's let's try to fix it uh, but at the same time not punish the person so that it's yeah so it's, it's a very difficult balance right and again it all comes uh from the top it, it we have to set yeah. uh yeah i think what you see makes a lot of sense like basically um excellence not just excellence it's a byproduct of accountability in in you know whatever you've just said and i, I think that is is really true because when you have accountability naturally it's it's an ex it's a form of excellence and that's a yardstick that you at least for yourself that's how you measure it how, how about you? Do, you? do you think you feel the same way? So I love your uh, saying that culture of unity. That is like deep. It is, it is. It's just one word, but it's more encompassing. Yeah. So for me, culture of excellence is 
having to to do things that have probably never been done before mm-hmm. by a group of people or the organization mm-hmm. and always stay ahead of the curve whether it's the competition and always watch out for the competition and sort of stay ahead of them for any least 10 steps because the world we are in right now we need to be fast things are changing so much uh at bd that's true it's just that collectively if we come to make those bold decisions yeah do something that is just tremendously amazing that can just keep the whole organization ahead of the curve and hence uh that can also bring in that sort of a culture of excitement to the organization but to the people yeah and everyone is just looking ahead for that yeah yeah i think this one big point that you guys are mentioning is really it comes from the top yes so it really is about setting the right tone and example from the top and then that will be the only right way to cascade the right kind of attributes in people that you kind of attract because i always believe like your vibe attracts your tribe so if your company is giving off a wrong vibe and like you know you're just yeah you know, you're just a uh, you know getting by and like you know um as long as people are doing the the the, the bare minimum that's fine but yeah as with you too you know you have gone through that and you've seen it um seeing how what what works what doesn't so we all know that doesn't really work especially you know with companies that you know are at the forefront of things they want to stay at the forefront of things at least um i think that's something that you know at least the company needs to uphold and you know setting the right tone and direction for the for the rest of the people to you know, look at examples so i guess um that's a really really good i think good way that we're starting this conversation and on on your own have have you guys like um you know with with leaders that you have kind of you know work with as well um do you have like personal leaders that you guys look up to in 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 really setting this like have you met anyone that you know you work with that you feel is really setting the right example and the right tone or in your own you've probably not met someone like that and that's why you feel like it starts from you maybe just it was just a question i thought about every leader that up yeah just know that they're doing the right things for the organization and what's right by them during that period of time. okay so this is something i think i can just confidently say that every leader has some or the other trait that i want to invite and i'm scared like in combination of what Yeah, sometimes you know their decisions might not be in favor of us, but you know they are also doing the difficult job of ensuring moving the needle and and moving with everyone ahead. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah. Now I think I'm in that stage where I'm able to appreciate their leadership ways of what they're doing. So mm. it's just amazing. so basically across the leaders you've met here and there, you've you you feel that you've worked with really really good leaders. Yeah. And there's something to learn from. Thirty people you have met. It's good. It's good. Do, do you feel the same? Well, you have someone that you emulate. Oh, uh, actually, I have two people actually. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, so before uh, university, actually, I used to work in the restaurant. Oh, okay. okay. Um, uh, first as a waiter, and then went to, uh, went to the kitchen. Yeah. Um, my manager at the time, uh, her name is Major, just from Malaysia. I I'm forever indebted to her basically because she uh to me she she showed like what real leadership's all about. Like uh um I think she takes a lot of accountability, right? She uh, she takes pride in her work. Uh she makes sure that uh, everybody has a clear direction. She protects her team. Uh but also uh makes sure that uh bear responsibility as yeah. well for the things that we do, right? Yeah. Uh So I think in a lot of ways uh I I learned a lot from her yeah. right 
Um, and that was like a, a bit before university. So that, that sets a little bit of, uh, uh, of like my thinking about what leadership is all about. And my first career, actually, uh, after I graduated uh, from engineering school, I went to this company called Schlumberger. Uh, so I spent four years there. And again, very, very, very fortunate uh, to have a really, really great manager. His name is Bernard Key. Uh, if you're listening, she's talking to you, basically. I'm probably in that to you as well. Uh, same thing. I mean, I think very, very common uh, thing there, right? like high level accountability, uh, giving you enough freedom to kind of do and explore and make mistake, but at the same time also uh, uh, protect you so that you don't get a lot of the take the pressure from wherever, right? Uh, but at the same time, also instill a sense of responsibility. Okay, this is the thing that you need to do. You have to take ownership of the things. I mean, I those are the two people that I, you know, uh, until today, I try to, you know. Uh, <laughs> To try to emulate what they have done. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, with, with across our careers, we always have that. You know, um, I would say a figure or a few figures that we emulate or you know want to embody some of like the kind of leadership traits that they have. Because I feel like um, kind of to a certain extent, human would copy another human. Especially you know with like right discernment, you would know what to copy and what not to copy. Yeah, so I guess, um, you know, we all learn from one another and I think that's definitely a testament as to what what you guys are seeing, you know, with the people that you work with, what you saw and what to embody and probably what not to as well. I'm sure we have all worked with leaders and we know we don't really want to get this trait or we don't, don't really want to, you know, um, pass this on to the people that we work with because we are at the end of it, at the brunt of it, you know how it feels and probably you also don't want to kind of, you know, pass on that trait to the, or let anyone feel that way. So I think, you know, likewise, uh, in, in a good way or in a bad way, I think we're all learning human beings. And the kind of attributes that you guys are picking up from people, I think that's all, um, you know, what you're embodying today is like, you know, basically keeping your piggy bank and like, you know, um, depositing the right thing in the right direction. So it sounds really, really good. And like, besides, you know, um, all, all, all these factors, right? How, how do you think like, um, in terms of like grow, growing a person in this right direction, and like, you know, having the attributes of a leader, do you think it's uh, built with like years of experience or is really just, you know, hanging out with the right people really? Because I read this thing that, you know, who you are is really the average of, you know, the, the people that you meet and, you know, the books that you read. So do you agree with that statement? Out of interest. Uh, uh, okay, I, I don't want to sound too definitive on this because, uh, 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 but I think some of it is innate okay right uh actually i've again i've i've been quite really really fortunate to have worked with some uh young colleagues basically uh very very young and uh, early 20s you know uh fresh out of university but even from that very young age they already display a uh, certain characteristic that in my view uh is uh, is a good hallmark of like really really strong leadership yeah. right uh, accountability, take, uh, taking responsibility, yeah. taking ownership, caring about people. Uh, and, uh, so those people just have it. Uh, but also, uh, I've, I've worked, I guess, long enough right now to also have seen that uh, there's some aspects of it that can be tricked. Right? Uh, because again, uh, in, in the company also, uh, I've worked with some, uh, uh, some colleagues who used to be individual contributors, they have aspiration to be uh, leaders, right? Um, and I guess 
for some of them personally, I initially thought, okay, maybe, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe, uh, you know, there's no, there, it's, it's not a bad thing to be an individual contributor, but I mean, they insist anyway, they, they, they show the willingness to try and, and, uh, I guess on my part, uh, it's, uh, uh, I try to engage this guy. Okay, you know, okay, you want to try this thing? Okay, these are some of the pointers that I think is uh, helpful. And uh, to their credit, um, actually, some of them actually uh, really, for like a better word, transform, right? Uh, and and I think it speaks a lot about them, right? Like because they they have that awareness. Okay, you know what? These are the things that I maybe don't have right now, and uh, that uh, uh, that people think it's good. We yeah, should try to adopt that. Right, and uh, uh, I think the other thing that uh, is common among some of these people is that they are typically very, very uh, open to feedback. Right. So, um, and if you, so you need to build some level of trust, right? For example, and again, some of these people are basically my team. They trust me enough that um, uh, when I give them feedback in their leadership career, uh, our leadership journey, they don't. Take it as a, a, a like a yeah a criticism you know like they they take it very positively oh okay you know uh, these are the things that uh, I need to work on and again to their credit they they really really put the work and actually uh, I, okay it doesn't happen in two days or two weeks right but over the years you actually see uh, the transformation right and actually people do talk about it a little bit right I mean you know he's very off this gossip crap. Oh no, they used to be like, <laughs> but now they're. So there's a bit of both. Yeah, 100% agree. I think there's there's definitely a combination of some people that are, you know, naturally, somehow maybe it's the upbringing or something. Yeah, so I wanted to just. No. Uh, so there are some people who are born leaders, and some people yeah. who can be trained and coached. Yeah. Their workplace. Yeah. Their most the superior. Yeah. That's right. So if I just put. Uh, bring out my anecdote. Yeah. How, but my parents have sort of made me that independent person since the age of five. I was probably just thinking about it while coming here. In the whole of leadership is something that has been innate in me. It's not that I came to realization that I need to be a leader now, mm. but it was so strongly put in me that I set out to do that. And once that opportunity came in in a workplace, then we're sort of never looking back after it. Right. It happened like around four and a half years ago where while one of my head of the department just came to me and told me, let's go for a coffee. And then all he told me was, from tomorrow, you run the team, like your own shop. And I was like, whoa, okay. I'm going to run it like my own shop. So again, bringing back the accountability, that's where he just gave me the accountability. Yeah. Yeah. The way, the way you were. So I think, um, for some people, it's all also like, you know, what you are, how you're raised and that's also satisfying as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a part of combination. Yeah, it's a combination. But I think, when, but like, you know, what he said also, when you see someone evolves, that's probably like, I don't know, another level of like satisfaction you have for that person, right? Yeah. Because I think it's, it's definitely good if someone is, you know, um, a natural born leader. Because, you know, if I'm like a leader, going to choose my successor. Obviously, I would choose this guy because like it's a ready-made talent, right? And it's always nice to have someone like that in the business. I think you guys can attest to that. Like you don't even need to struggle. This person, I I know for sure, he or she, good potential has always displayed the right attributes, gonna promote her or him, and that's a no-brainer, right? But when you but when you see someone transform, that's like you know, yeah, right? It's like you know, as a manager, probably you'll feel like oh, 
Like this person really, you know, trust me enough to give the feedback and trust me enough to um, be objective about the feedback. And I think that for sure is also a testament of the person's character building and development. And um, I think not many, I would say, not many companies will also give people the chance to do that. So I think, um, I think that's one kind of big reason, like, you know, if I'm an employee that I look at someone like that, but the management gives him a chance to, you know, that, that the autonomy to change and you know um, you know probably develop more as a person and to a leader if I'm a regular employee I'll be like wow this company outside because like you know that there's potential there's opportunity someone like that like that can get promoted I maybe I can too so I think that's also a part of you know what the top down like what you guys said you know setting the right culture and you know leading by example yeah exactly and 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 really encouraging people to you know take a step out you know yeah I know you're not ready now but we are willing to give you that step. Yeah, so, and I think people would see it and people, you know, in office gossip, they talk about it. They were like, did you promote? I think I stay longer, I might get promoted too. And yeah, that's, I think, a good culture that, you know, probably um, not enough companies are doing enough. Um, yeah, they're probably just, um, you know, not giving people enough chances as well. So I think, yeah, chances are left for people who prepare, but sometimes some people are not prepared enough, but, you know, the company is still, yeah, with the right managers being on board, giving the right people the right chances. So I guess you guys are, you know, testaments to that and you, you see it happening all around you. Yeah, so... Uh, on, as, yeah. Instant leader sort of going up, have your hand moved. Take people along with you as well. You know, that sort of brings the whole uh, culture to a culture of honesty. And yeah. We know that. Yeah, yeah. Like basically bring them under your wing. Exactly. Is that what you have been doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. It's uh, workplaces where they start to which Mind of your heart, those relations, deep connects, you know, that yeah. when you're moving around. Uh, in pursuit of great careers, mm. people with it just winning to. Yeah, I think that all kind of ties in together with you know whatever we talk about. Yeah, really building up people. Yeah, and creating that culture of empathy. Yeah, I think that's all. So so on on that kind of note, right? Like, how 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 you kind of like measure whether your team is kind of growing in the right direction? Like, is there like is there something that you guys took at like? You know, like when you have an interview, it's like there's a probably like a rubric that you like. Oh yeah, he's kind of moving to the right direction. Is that something like you know, a management from a management point of view, you guys talk about like whether the team is kind of moving to the right direction um, from a cultural point of view. All the time, right? Actually, uh, and I think to answer this question, um, and again, this is part of the the, the initiative that we're trying to do. We yeah. want to try to be a lot more customer centric. And um, when we say customer, right, customer is not only external customer. Actually, internally, we all have customers, right? And I think um, uh, customer satisfaction, be it internal or external, is the true yardstick of our success or failure in creating a culture of excellence from being accountable, right? Uh, I think that's that's really the, the the simplest way of putting it. Like, uh, do we see people going the extra mile trying to help colleagues uh, when facing issues? Do we see people uh, having like taking ownership of of things to make sure that our external customers are are satisfied, are happy uh, when they're using our product, our services? Yeah. So those are, I mean, it's a, a little bit 
soft in a way, uh, soft measurement. But uh, this is this is the type of thing that okay, when you see it, you, you can tell okay, we are we are going to do, towards the red direction or not. So yes, to answer your question, we do talk about it a lot uh, because this is what we care about. And that's not to say that we are already there. I think it's 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 very much work in progress, right? Uh, especially for a young company like us, right? Uh, um, I mean, the company is very, very diverse. Um, we have people from a very, very different background. We used to have like very, very young, uh, uh, less average age of uh, of employees, basically, with a very different type of mindset. And then uh, as we progress along, we uh, brought a lot more uh, mid-career uh, hires, for example came with their own different background, different expectation, right? And maybe I think one of the uh, good, uh, maybe bad tension uh, that uh, that always exists in, in a company like ours, uh, which is worth mentioning, would be uh, because we, we are a product company, right? Like uh, uh, we need to design product, we need to make sure that uh, it's, it's uh, like good enough for it to be pushed out to yeah. customers, right? And there's always this um, healthy tension, I, like uh, which sometimes can be a bit, uh, uh, maybe uh, go a little bit uh, too far. But uh, between the uh, the more startup people who you know, like we want to push things out, you know, uh, versus the more experienced people. Uh, okay, let's be a lot more careful. Let's test it all the way and make sure that it's perfect. And I think the answer is always somewhere in between, right? Uh, you can, uh, I mean, uh, uh, they always say if your product's perfect, you're already too late. But at the same time, uh, uh, if you push things that are not ready, then you're going to make it yeah. happy. Yeah. Right. But that, that that's the kind of thing right now that we're facing. And it's, it's a challenge, right? Uh, and uh, that's, uh, and to link this back to uh, culture of excellence, I think ultimately, uh, uh, our external customer and our internal customer will be the, the, the judge of where we're getting to the rice place. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty much, I mean, the, the every day we are facing customers, whether it's internal or external. I mean, technically, our boss is our customer. So, <laughs> so you got to make sure that your customer is happy, right? And that's basically doing your job and being accountable, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully, we are all kind of happy customers, likewise, and happy clients both ways. Yeah, but I think it's very, pretty much, you know, um, everyone in their kind of like daily life, they would be, you know, facing with like difficult customers. But it's probably, you know, I would say, um, at least on my end, you know, reacting to the culture of excellence is how you react, right? If you're always going to be reactionary to that, uh, to, to like, when you meet a bad you know, customer, you're gonna react negatively the same way, then I think everything is just gonna spiral down and it's just an eye for an eye and then everyone goes blind, I think. Yeah, but like um, you know, if you're not you're less reactionary and you know, you really take a step back and think from the other person's perspective and, you know, be be less um I would say bursting out of anger from it, you'll probably be able to understand the person's perspective better and, you know, probably empathize a little bit more as well. So I think I think the culture thing is just hopefully it's we're living in a more mature world these days. But I think it's always gonna be a work in progress, you know, whether it's individual or you know companies. And I think you guys can definitely kind of you know attest to that being a work in progress. Like 
um, maybe at, at this stage, you know, because you've gone, you're, um, you know, stage you work with like more merchant companies. Do you think there's actually a difference? Difference in cultures? Yeah. Uh, I feel like high performing always, high performing leaders, England companies always have these couple of five, 5% traits, which are okay. so common. So what are they? <laughs> just a few examples. Okay. Yes. Spin for me. And then uh they have a lot of empathy. And then uh they have great ethic ethics and always open for feedback and um uh, finally they're very, very sincere. So that brings them to that level and continues for them to stay on that. Right. Where they demand that sort of respect. Mm. So that's something I've seen across all the leadership that I've uh, that I've experienced. Mm. That thing that's a very yeah, this, I keep learning from their business and instances and on. Right, right. And then because when you're learning all they give back. Yes. Yeah. The yardstick uh probably I just wanted to go back but mm. how you measure yardstick in a growing company like ours, etc. And whichever teams that have been part of PUC yeah. as well. So I think the four pillars are sort of the people, mm. the employees, the leadership, mm. um, the product, slightly the customers, you know, just starting with them. Yeah. I think that's a good summary of yeah. basically our conversation. Yeah. Exactly. So it's going right direction. There it is. Nothing. Yeah. That, that probably like the the kind of success you're gonna get is probably infinite and yeah, yeah exponential yeah exponential is the right word yeah so I think we pretty much came to the end of you know our podcast discussion for the day and I think our audience would have loved learned a lot from this conversation because I myself picked up a lot from you guys and I thought it was very insightful um a lot of words like that you guys use is really very succinct and like basically breaking it down into very very simple terms for you know people that are you know looking for a good place to be or you know um kind of you know of even for leaders who are trying to you know engage their people for a better you know moving into the right kind of um better trajectory when it comes to culture i'm sure our audience today will have picked up a lot and um i thought it was really insightful to have uh, both my speakers today uh, thank you so much Sateja and Ball for your time i think um it's a very very informative session and i hope you guys enjoyed this session today um as with the audience uh thank Thank you so much for tuning in to the Evolution Exchange podcast. Um, I definitely hope to see you guys in the next episode. So see you. Thank you. Thank you.